Hey, what's going on? Uh, before we start the show, uh, I'd like to bring up an issue that's been uh, hotly contested about the Far Out podcast. And uh, first of all, show's going great, so we're excited about that. But there's one little bone of contention some of the listeners had with the intro to the show. You may have noticed recently we've been starting with a little bit of T-Rex or uh, the Rolling Stones Monkey Man. And it's been sounding good, but we used to have an intro we started at the beginning of the show. So um, to apologize for the fact that we did, I will honestly say, have a shit intro to the show, I'd like to bring up my neighbor, Elliot. Elliot, how's it going? It's uh, going good. Now, Elliot. Yeah. When we did the intro. Yes. Did did you know what you were, what, what we were doing? Well, if I recall correctly, you were there too, and uh, I was getting uh, advice from you, prompted even, some would say. Um, but, but, but to be honest, you know, I, I think... And there were some issues with the production on it. Uh, it was a little kind of screeching. We kind of clipped a bit. Um, I, I, right, right again. Um, I, I was just talking. I actually had nothing to do with the production end of this. I, I, I know, true. But why was it that at a certain point you said, that sounds great? And then we recorded five of them. <laughs> well, I, I, you were there, if I recall, right? Uh, and you did say they sounded great to my memory. <clears throat> Far out. There's no such thing as a harmless joke, and no such thing as a gentle tone. There's no such thing as Panama. Yeah, who's got the crack? Who's got the crack? All right, Buck, you want to bring the show in? Oh, uh, sure. What do we got? We got a topic. Uh, who we got? I got to my left, I got Todd. Yeah. And who Todd, are you? Uh, Br- oh, I'm sorry. Buck Perez, radio personality on the Far Out podcast, yes. Got Todd to my left, Mr. Todd Perry. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, Very sir. Good. All right. This is like the old days. This is fun. All yeah, right. yeah. And we got John to my right. Yeah. 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 John to my right. All right. Recently, gentlemen, went to a funeral, unfortunately. This last week, uh, had a death amongst uh, my friends. So it was pretty, uh pretty young crowd at the funeral, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, me personally, I was... Like how young? Uh, like my... seven-year-olds? No, no. <laughs> it wasn't a kid funeral. No, it was about, you know, <laughs> mid-30s, people like that, you know. Uh, Always a good time, by the way, the kid funeral. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Todd. Let, let's let's start Sorry. the comedy early. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get off the fact that that where it takes place is a funeral, but yes, uh, mostly you know everyone's dressed you know black. I've got I think black and gray on you know something like that. You know that's yeah. what you wear. It's a standard thing in a funeral. You know, right? Um, one person in particular though, which we all kind of noticed, but no one actually went and approached and questioned this person's attire, even though it probably should have. Consisted of black pants, a black shirt. With, were they like dickies or like slacks? No, no, no. It's nothing about the pants. The shirt in particular, though. Black shirt with writing on it that read, I'm single, ready to mingle. <laughs> that's, <laughs> wow. That's honestly what it said. Is it and like funeral crashers instead of wedding crashers? That's, like people when I bring this f- up, people, people mention wedding crashers. I think uh, Will Ferrell's character... Like crashes funerals, you know. Right. Yeah. And but honestly, this was, this was the scene. This wasn't the the, uh, the um, 
the uh, boyfriend or girlfriend or fiance no, or we, husband I, or I, wife I, of the she looked a little it? she looked a little older oh, than okay. us and this was you know one of my buddies but uh no i'd never seen this girl before so i don't think it was his oh girl, what? it was a girl yeah, yeah. It was a girl who was wearing oh, the I'm yes. single and ready to mingle shirt? Yes, this is a chick that was wearing the I'm single ready to mingle. Whoa. Did, did she look good? No, she wasn't that hot. She like skanky, like weight-wise. Kind of, kind of. What'd she look like? Kind of skanky. Paint the radio picture. <laughs> yes, yes. Paint the radio kinda picture. Kind of skanky, mid-40s, I would say. Okay. You know, kind of, not and not terribly, you know, not terribly depressed or crying or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, you know, I did notice her. I, I, I did give her the stink eye. You know, how, much, right. how much she weigh? I'd say uh, buck forty, buck fifty, or something. So like a little that. overweight. Yeah, a little. That's but, not too but bad, depending on her height. Bad. Yeah. How was the face? Good or uh, kind of butter face? All right. Not not too good. No. So, so butter face what, and butter body. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not so so what? Well, yeah, butter face implies but, like a banging body. But if you're saying that no. she was a little little hef- little heavy. Yeah. No, it was bad all over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how uh? How, did it look like she took care of herself or not? As far as like being single and ready to mingle, yeah, well, I mean, was, as far as ready to mingle, I mean, as far as like, you know, did she look like, oh, you know, her face is well put together or something? Like that. Keep in or, mind, I am grieving at this point. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, you're I, grieving, but she does have the single and ready to mingle shirt on. Exactly. <laughs> so you know, I'm 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 looking for a hookup, but you know, the, she's, she's just she's throwing it out there so much well, look, that it's I mean, kind of turning me off. You know, sometimes like, no, I mean, no, it's no, like you, know, you can see like the women they're in their older forties, and it looks like they, you know. They did the shotgun blast approach to makeup. They just pretty much just <laughs> slammed it all on or whatever. Yeah. You know, so was she wearing like too much makeup or did she look like okay or what? Yeah, I would say not enough makeup would be her problem. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, and that's the thing. She she that's wasn't she a lot wasn't of times it. better than like the Tammy Face style. Right. That some women go through. But yeah, I kinda of felt, you know If you had to if you had to rate her on a scale from one to ten, what did she get? I'd say about four point two. Oh, not yeah, good. Not good. Oh, no, yeah, no. Not good. But anyway, did, you know. did any of the family like come up to her and be like, "Yo, this is this is wildly inappropriate"? Uh, no, no one, no one that none of my friends or anything had the the guts to go up to her. I guess so. But yeah, we all know who she was, or we know her now. She's single. <laughs> yeah. Ready <to> <laughs> yeah, ready to mingle. But at the end of the day, you know, I was kind of put off. You know, I, I should have went up to her and at least tried to hook up with her. Right. <laughs> She like was that, single. She was she was down for it. Yeah. I know we are both grieving, honey. What that, would that Mac that be would, like? That would have been great too if you went up to her. It's like, so you want to go out later? She's like, it's just a shirt. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it's like this is my funeral shirt. Exactly. You, that that is wildly inappropriate for you, Mister Buck Perez, <laughs> to come up to me and try to make out with me at a funeral. Right. But she was single. Wow. But to be fair, this was San Pedro, so it was barely a faux pas. Well, yes. There, but, there's maybe that was her nice T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, because think about this. If she's a uh, if, it, if it was between the single and ready to mingle shirt or the shut up bitch shirt, I mean, maybe <laughs> she made the right choice. You know? Oh man, which reminds me. Speaking of inappropriate clothing, uh, while I uh, I was speaking on an earlier show about when I went to New York, <laughs> you know, and we had an experience Gok on the fest beach or whatever. Yes. Yeah, for Gawk Fest 2010. <laughs> right. And uh, a couple days after that, I went to Connecticut. And uh, there, went to there, another nude beach with a bunch of dudes. <laughs> well, there was a family member there who had a court date. Oh, so that family member asked me to go with them to court <laughs> on my vacation. By the way, well, which nice. I was like, why do I gotta go to vacation? Like to court on my vacation, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I went to court and to to be with this family member during a trying time. <laughs> and as I was sitting in the the area, what was he going to court for? Yeah, it, it, was, it was a divorce. Oh, nude, okay. nude beach. 
encounters or no? Yeah. Public exposure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I exposed myself and I had to go to court. All right, so this is a divorce. Todd was so with me. So it's a rough, ongoing case. Yeah, you just like, when you go through a divorce, you basically you wake up in the morning, you go to court, and then you go to work. Yeah. So you're just in court all day. So uh, what happened was I was uh, sitting there just waiting, and they had some other cases. And there was this dude who was waiting for his case to get called because evidently he had caught a case. Yeah. <laughs> I was like that. Yo, I caught a case. Like right. catching a cold. Like cases are just running around and like through no fault of my own. Yeah. He's innocent. So this guy was sitting there and he had a shirt on. You ever see this shirt? You ever see this, Kevin? Kevin, you ever hear about this? See about this? <laughs> this guy had a shirt on that said ghetto report card. And oh. it had a shirt and it had like grades. Yeah, yeah, no. and, yeah. It, and it was like like fucking bitches A plus. Oh nice. <laughs> and then it was I like I hear you got an A plus in that. That's awesome. Speaking rudely to cops, F. You know, or whatever. Like He wasn't good at speaking rudely to cops, or he was very good at speaking rudely to cops. Or maybe cops. it was like respect for police. Oh, oh see, that makes go. more sense. Yeah. And I, I I turned to my family member and I was like don't you think you don't quite look good going up to the judge like if you're trying to plead innocent on something yeah. and basically you have a shirt that says ghetto report card on? Well, uh, now, the other thing, the ghetto report card and, you know, the respect for police half or whatever. My only question is, did this look like a gentleman who, uh, who uh, had a lot of money or not? Because, you know, if you're Larry Flint, you know, in an obscenity case and you wear a shirt that says, fuck this court. That's badass. Well, that's, yeah, that's badass. That's but, badass. you know, you're also, you know, you're taking a calculated risk and you're, you know, upholding your image and everything like that. Right. But if you're just, you know, if you got caught in like, you know, crack possession or, you know, running from the cops or whatever this gentleman did. And, you know, you have the ghetto report card shirt on as you go to court. That's probably not going to bode well for your case. No, no. I think, like, your lawyer would definitely... If I was a lawyer, right. I would have uh, taken this gentleman aside and he switched shirts with him. He does not have a lawyer. <laughs> well, public defender. Maybe. Like, yeah, uh, go for it, Buck. Have it's like, here, Buck. you know, that's the public defender. He comes in and he sees that shirt and he's like, I'm out! <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't do anything for exactly. you, dude. Like, seriously, sir? Seriously? You know? <laughs> like, don't you have anything here? You're giving me no chance, yes. Once in a generation, a love story, so profound, blossoms between two people, man, woman, their bond is eternal, and there are many chapters on the road to bliss. Now, Todd's wife-to-be, Sarah, shares an intimate moment. A couple years ago, Todd and I we went to Lucille's for my birthday, which is a like a nice rib restaurant here. He took me out for my birthday, which I was surprised by because he never surprises me and takes me out. So we went out and we wanted to split one of their meals because their meals are really big. Um, so we got a meal that had chicken and ribs in it. So I thought, well, I'll eat the chicken and Todd can eat the ribs. So we were talking and eating and we had just gotten started and Todd maybe had had maybe, I don't know, a couple ribs. And he said he had to go to the restroom. And so he went and I proceeded to sit there by myself on my birthday with some half-eaten ribs and chicken. I kept sitting there and kept sitting there by myself on my birthday 
no one to talk to. I got on my cell phone because I was thinking, well, what, what happened to him? Did he fall in? Did, did he get mugged in the restroom? You know, nope. Lo and behold, he was just in there doing his business. And he was in there for, I clocked it at about a half an hour. And he came back and I was done with my meal. And I said, well, why were you in the bathroom for so long? And Todd said, well, I had the mud butt. And I said, well, what's that? I don't even know what that is. Through the course of our relationship, I've found out that Todd gets that a lot. Basically, anything he eats, he just shits. We feel it is our duty as the Far Out Podcast. Should any of our listeners be going to prison? If anybody used to listen to Tom Likas and found us through the Likas show. What? <laughs> this goes out to anybody who's a Tom Likas listener, possibly a member of the Raider Nation. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, we have eight tips from Mother Jones, which yeah. is, I guess what? Mother Jones is like a, I guess they're kind of, Michael Moore used to write for them. They're kind of like a, oh, really? a far left leaning. So Marxist of, papers? I, I would say... Uh, Socialist propaganda. Uh, slightly to the left. <laughs> but I guess they... So more, more or less to the left than the onion nowadays. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I guess like, here, here's the deal. This is for anybody out there who might have just perchance caught a case. Yeah, exactly. You're wearing the ghetto report card shirt and the cop comes up and starts hassling you and you didn't, you didn't pass your respect for the cops class. Right, and, and, and you're like, I wasn't doing shit! When the when the cop asks you what 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 you were doing, okay. So we've got, we've got a list here, and John Sowen, could you please read off this list so we can help our listeners? Yeah. Should they happen to uh, wait? First of all, real quick, you ever been to prison, John? Jail? Ne- never, never been to prison or jail. Now, Buck, never been. Sure, in the back of a cop car, but never been to the jail. Yes, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've also taken a ride in a police car. Was I it got, fun? Did, you, got, did they let you play with the siren? <laughs> no, no, I, no, no. I got robbed. Oh, yes. I've been robbed. You were rolled by the 8th Street, 9th Street Locos, right? Yes, I was rolled by the 9th Street Locos in Long Beach, was, California. Didn't you like get robbed bucks? in Pedro, though, too? I got robbed in Pedro, too. <laughs> you got, Shit, man. You, you've gotten yeah, robbed. More on the than, other side of those cases. More than, more than most, yes. Yeah, I, I've been... A lot of people have caught a case that says, like, Todd Perry versus... You know, like... You're not much of a deterrent, Todd. Yeah. No. Yeah. There's something that just says, rob me. <laughs> yeah. All right, from Mother Jones, that Marxist organization, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. Um, eight tips for an easier prison stay. When you might want to, sorry, when you might want to feign mental illness in the pokey and why you never enter someone's cell without permission. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. By Peter Laffer. Was that the comedian that used to hang out with uh, the Rat Pack? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know but I'd trust this advice a lot more from not Peter Lauffer, but like, you know, Charles Manson or someone like that who's been <laughs> right. in the prison system his whole life. Yeah, I, don't but I don't know who this Lauffer guy he's is. He's a, yeah, Charles Manson. But Charles Manson's just kind of crazy, though. So it'd just be like crazy rants or whatever. It'd be like, Hitler! <laughs> like the first line would be like, Hitler raped James Joyce. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How Be- is- Beach Boys. 
Beach Boys. Uh, <laughs> How is that going to make your prison stay easier? I don't know. LSD. Hey, Timothy that man Leary, knows. Beach Boys. Yeah, the yeah the uh, I, the thing I read like I was I was fascinated by Charles Manson recently, so I looked him up on a Wikipedia, like I guess you do. And I guess like on his thirty second birthday, he was being released from jail, and he had spent more time in prison at that point in his life than he had outside. Right. And he actually asked him if he could just stay in prison, and they were like, Nah, son. <laughs> and they let him go and uh, obviously that had great results so anyway so the feds nailed you for insider trading Todd huh? <laughs> or maybe you lied to a grand jury to cover for your boss John yeah because that's happening <laughs> well maybe I don't know it depends which boss either way you're about to trade your tailored suit I don't have a tailored suit for an orange jumpsuit and you're freaked yes rightly so your trepidation is the livelihood of prison consultants. So, yeah, I guess that's a job. It's like, I, I guess that's a good job for an ex-con. It's kind of like in, yeah. if you were in, like the guy in, what was the movie, uh, Can't Catch Me, Catch Me If You Can? Yeah. The guy, like, forged all this stuff and then end up joining the FBI? Yeah. Like, I'm thinking if you're somebody like Tukey Williams or whatever, T- or... Who's dead now, I believe. Oh, yeah. yeah he's dead. But Tukey, but he, he also was in jail the entire time. He never got out. Or Frank, what's his name? Frank Westbrook or whatever. Uh, Frank from uh, Frank Lucas. Okay. Frank Lucas, Denzel Washington from uh, American Gangster. Oh, okay. Where you end up helping out the feds later on. I think this could be a good job for anybody out there who's listening who just got out of the joint. Like that one USA show that's, uh, what is it? I, I just got out of the joint. Yeah, <laughs> it's not on USA. No, it's like it's it's not Burn Notice. It's not Royal Pains. It's not Psych. It's not Covert Affairs. It's the other one. Sons of Anarchy. No, that's on <laughs> FX. Um, but yeah, no, it's about like a criminal who's now helping the FBI or whatever. All right. Uh, mm. Cold case. Uh, that's about a woman who tracks cases that are really old. You're Chuck. Trapping- what? Chuck? Chuck? No. no, that's about a guy who doesn't know he's a CIA <laughs> oh, oh, agent or something oh, sorry, like that. Sorry. Your trepidation is the livelihood of prison consultants who, for a fee, will help prepare you for a stint in the pokey. That actually sounds like it'd probably be worthwhile. If you're, you know, if you're going to go to prison for like 180 days or something like that, you know, get some tips. Yeah. We asked a few of them to share their tips for surviving hard time. So, yeah. So, anything comes to mind right off the bat? You know, you guys got any ideas? I'm yeah, sorry. Okay. All right. Well, let's get the actual <laughs> tips. All right. First one is Lego your ego, which, uh, nice, like, uh, call back to the Ego Waffle yeah, commercial. They're, they're, they're harking back to it. Yeah. Be humble. New prisoners will lock eyes with the wrong person and have problems says Stephen Oberfest, an ex-bouncer and personal trainer right. who won't say what he did time for. This is not Fifth Avenue and their, and their penthouses anymore. They're just a number. I, w- I would say the first thing you have to do when you go to jail is kick someone's ass. Well, Just, just yeah. to show that... We haven't know. gotten there yet. First he says be humble, and I guess don't look in people's eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that, which is probably smart, because a lot of times when people lock eyes, and people or, you know, people like people and animals in the animal kingdom, too, eye contact will a lot of times be like, it's like, a, oh, either we're going to mate, or we're going to uh, or we're gonna fight. Mating signal! Both. Mating signal! Exactly. And you know what? That's why, you know what? That's why John's looking you, so intensely at time. And you know what? Either way, it's either way in jail, whether it's mate or fight, it's probably something you don't want a part of. <laughs> so maybe avoid the eye contact. Yeah, either, you make eye contact. Either fight or fuck. Yep. Yep. Excuse me, Holmes. Do you want to have your shit pushed in or me to kick your fucking ass? <laughs> You're looking at me in the eye. What the fuck do you want? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I don't want to fight in jail. I, you know, my, my theory has always been I'm going to walk in there, find the largest, most intimidating black man in there, and be like, I'm all yours. You know what I'm saying? Because 
it's best to be raped by one person than okay. raped by multiple people. I guess. Oh wow! And I, and I think I think I'm of the figure that would be raped in a in a prison slash jail situation. So I find the largest. I want to find a guy that looks kind of like Rolando McClain, the Raiders' number one draft pick. Yeah. He's, he's maybe, thought a lot about you know this. What, yes. You know what? I've, thought, I've, I've been thinking about this. It's like maybe if you're going to be going to prison for a while, maybe just kill yourself. And I think, like, the advice I used to give on my call-in talk show all the time, it's like, you know what, just kill yourself, then you'll avoid all this hassle. Oh, I like that. I think there are certain things that John's call-in talk show we need to bring back on the show. That and John Salwin Grammar God. Well, <laughs> where, was where John punishes show. you for putting commas in the wrong spot. Right, right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's like, maybe, maybe you don't want to deal with all this hassle. It's like, it's sounding like a pain in the ass, literally and figuratively. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what, just kill yourself. Just off. Yeah. All right, ne- next tip. Hard knocks. Never enter someone's cell without permission, says Steve Scholl, a former management cons- consultant who knows go- go by- goes by the moniker Dr. Prison. <laughs> <laughs> it's about respect. People it doesn't make sense, by the way. People Dr. get prison. killed Dr. over prison. that. Now, here's the only thing I is like, it's prison. I assume you're locked up most of the time. How often is like, you know, it's like, oh, you know, I'm yeah, it's going not like, to go over to like Dave's cell. It's not like a dorm room, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not like, yeah, like college. It's not like a dorm room. Yeah. It's like, just like locked up in crap, right. you know. Hi guys. Yeah. Oh shit, it's Todd. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Hey, anybody? Uh, anybody? Anybody see the Laker game last night? Hey guys. Right. Here's here's a good one. Presumed innocent. Don't go asking what someone is in for. Advises Oberfest. Ask what he's accused of. Yeah. Now uh, that yeah. does sound smart because everyone. Yeah, it's like yeah, not in for but accused of. Everyone in prison is innocent. Yeah, because the cops yeah. probably made up some bogus charge on everyone who's there. Yeah. So you go that. That, that makes sense. They're like, oh, this guy knows. Because the man needs to keep the prison full. Right. You dig? Well, to a degree. Yeah. That's true. I mean. They, they, it is the prison industry. Yeah. I mean, know? you know, I there's a, there's a, you know, Sheriff Joe Arpaio in Phoenix, Arizona. Hell yeah. One of his goals that he stated, which is all, like, I, I'm almost there, but I think he has somewhat the wrong focus is he wants the most prisoners in prison possible now if you want to say you want to keep the you know you know as, as many violent offenders locked up as possible i get that but having the fullest prisons to me at some point that's just like dang it we have some empty cells go out and get somebody right you know yeah, it's yeah. A, they have to be guilty of something nah just get them in it's there, a numbers you know? thing right yeah, yeah it's yeah. a numbers just thing, get so. them in. i think the goal of a society would have the the most amount of people not in prison. Like, that's the funniest thing is America, our country has, I think, the highest percentage of incarcerated people. Because people. we're the land of the free. Right. Therefore, uh, 1.5% of the population, I think it's like 1.2, 1.5, is actually behind bars. Yeah. Legalize it. Yeah, but you know, uh, that's a, but it's, it's one of those things like, have you ever read the book Freakonomics? I've read portions. Yeah, it, they, they do some interesting things in that book. I where, skimmed uh, it. Yeah, where they, where they, where they, you know, just because things like, you know, are related, you know, it's like they're like high crime cities often have more police officers. Now, you can't just go con- like concluding it's like do more police officers cause more crimes, you know, because <laughs> if yeah. you just because if you looked at the raw data, that's a conclusion that's you might come is, to. Right, yeah. And actually, when they looked at it, it's like, well, yeah, it makes sense that high crime areas have more police officers because, you know, things are getting really bad. So they hire more police officers. It turns out that overall, if you have more police officers, that does keep crime down. But that's the thing. If crimes have been going up and up and up unchecked, and then all of a sudden, you know, people pass like a massive proposition, like we need to hire, you know, two hundred thousand more cops or something like that. Then all of a sudden, you have a lot more cops, but you still have a lot of crime. Right. It, the funny thing is, right around here, because there's only two main streets that go through Lakewood. Yeah. Because it's such a small city, it's just kind of like tacked onto Long Beach. That 
the amount of police that circle around my house is like it's like living in a police state. It's like Nazi Germany. Like I can if I walk if we walk to the Seven Eleven, we'll find five cops sitting there because there's basically nowhere to fucking stand. The city is so small and there's so many cops. So like they just fucking bust people left and right around here, and it's really annoying because it's like. You know, I pay my fucking property taxes or anything. I don't be hassled by the man. You know, it's like, yeah. continue, John. Yeah. The next one is ethnic cleansing. Mm. Don't mix with prisoners of other races, Dr. Mm. Prison warns. Things we don't even consider a problem between races here are a, very ex- are a very extreme focus inside. If there's a fight, every race needs to depend on their own race to protect them. But what if, um, what if you're of some really obscure race? You know what I'm saying? What if what if you're You like, know what? Don't 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 make the distinction between like, oh, I'm of mixed race and pre- go with what's obvious. Go with yeah. But what if what if it's com- but that's what the if thing. you're like I mean, Pakistani? Yeah. And like there's not a lot of Pakistani guys in the prison. Well. Yeah, know your <laughs> ethnic identity. Like back right. when you go in there, your last name is Perez. Right. But you you appear you you have a little semi-Hispanic traits, but you look like a white guy. I look like a white dude. If anything, I look Italian or Something like yeah. that, or Irish, something a, like that. A swarthier white. Right, yes. Swarthier. A little more olivey. And like me, I'm clearly white as can be, yeah. and, and, and John also. So, But maybe John, I think John could maybe feign some kind of European ancestry. We're like, wee, 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 wah, wah. Yeah, but yeah. that's not going to help in the L.A. penal system. But <laughs> The maybe wee, wee, wee is not going to help yeah. out in the, oh, bonjour, you know. <laughs> bonjour. <laughs> Where's my gang? Yeah. This is such a nice place, so we're... <laughs> Or maybe you go in there like, I am, you do not know me, but I am Russian. I am part of the big time oh, Moscow mafia. <laughs> and then maybe that might scare off like the gangbangers in Compton because yeah. everybody respects the Russian mafia. hardcore. Right? Yeah. yeah. If you, if hardcore. you get picked up in West Hollywood, the Russian mafia I think is active up there. They made a story about me called the Eastern Promises. <laughs> you know this story. It's about a man who is getting buck naked in the fighting and yes. I will kill you. Awesome. <laughs> you have secrets in your anus. I know this. Good Lord. Where's the microfilm? <laughs> Just keep asking everybody in the jail where the microfilm is until they release, until <laughs> you right. get off on rec- your own recognizance. Right. That means, like me, all of us would have to go, what, Aryan? We'd yeah. have to join the white power movement. Probably. I'm not down. Yeah, I would not feel yeah. good. Like, I'd be like, yeah. like, you know, one thing is I'm if you're... More, a, I'm more the Latinos, yeah? Even though I'm not looking like it. I'll be their undercover, you know? Yeah. I'll be the go-between. Well, as I already stated, I'm going with the blacks. So, well, Buck, yeah. we may that, have your, to fight. That's your choice. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to try it. I'm going to go to prison. All right. <laughs> John's, just John, trying John's trying yeah, to stay John's trying to stay out. I'm staying out, and then if not, I'm taking the advice on my call-in talk show. <laughs> Kill yourself. Yes. Uh, the next one is sleeping dogs. Miserable people want to be miserable. Treat them with extreme caution, advises Dr. Robert McDorman, a former Texas car dealer, oh, who did 26 months for federal bank fraud. Oh. So he's basically saying, so let's say that we're in a cell, and there's the one dude who's just sitting there, and I would say, just doing time. Yeah. Like, you want to talk maybe a little bit, because hey, he's your celly, you've got all day stuck in there, you got, you got nothing to do besides maybe try to catch a glimpse of TV, or <laughs> whack off, <laughs> yeah. or... Because I imagine a lot of whacking off going on in prison. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you're, you're stuck with nothing to do all day. You're like, hmm, I'll whack off. Yeah. You know? And, and, and so then eventually you try to spark up a conversation with the guy who's just sitting there intensely doing time. Yeah. I always like that because the, the term doing time, 
Because you're just not really doing anything. Yeah. You're just waiting for time to pass. But the, I think the, 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 the adverb, doing, yeah, time, you know what I'm saying? It's, I don't know. You're just basically letting time pass in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. The best defense. Just in case, Oberfest says, you must learn to drop someone incredibly fast. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, back back to the other one. The miserable people want to be miserable. I don't know if that's true, but miserable people tend to be stuck in that loop. Right. And the other thing is people who try and help them sometimes, a lot of times trigger all the wrong things. I think sometimes, I don't know. It's just, but but it's very true. Miserable people do tend to be miserable and will continue to be miserable. So I do like the extreme caution thing. Hmm. Very good. But dropping someone incredibly fast, Todd. How, 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 do fa- you, how, how do fast? You do that? Drop someone incredibly fast? Yeah. Well, uh, I, there's that shiv move where the people, they have like the shank and they go right up to the neck and they go, yeah. and then the guy just hits the ground, there's blood everywhere, and then the guy puts the sh- drops the shank and just walks away like nothing happened. Yeah. Like that's fucking, that's awesome. That's, that's cool. pretty brutally that's violent. Cool. Maybe you should do like, you know, study like some kung fu or jujitsu stuff so that you can find the right point to, you know, do like a Vulcan death grip sort of thing so you can just knock <laughs> him out cold. Because the only problem with the shiv move is that, you know, even like, you know, say you're in prison for, I don't know. Uh, federal bank fraud, and you're doing 26 months, and then you stab some dude in the neck, well, 26 months and maybe with probation you get out in 14 months for good behavior, but if you stab some dude to death in a prison, it's probably going to tag an extra 20 years onto your prison sentence. But I'm saying if I was in prison and I saw the leader of the Ninth Street Locos, yeah, because I've been shaken robbed. down for would, nine bucks. They would, disrespected me. I got shaken down by the Ninth Street Locos. Which, so which I would be affiliated with at this point, right? Oh, yeah, that would be Bucks that's right, people. That's right. That's, yeah. my, that's my piece. And me is I'd be rolling 60s, I believe. Oh, boy. I'd be I'd <laughs> Much be, more dangerous. I'd be straight up pyro. No. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be rolling 60s, and I'd see the guy. And the thing is, actually, if I want to get a shanking done, I'm going to find, actually, I'm going to have to go over to the Asian people. Because if you ever watched, like, back in the day, like, when you're playing, like, that summer games, the the arcade game. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And you had the guy who could do the, the hand real fast on, like, the A button be like... Sure. Like, hitting it real fast in order to make the guy He'd run be the faster. fastest runner, right. Exactly. Yeah, it, I know what you're talking Like, that, that fast twitch reflex. Right. Not to be racist, but I think the Asian people have that. And so, I, if you had a shank in a guy's hand like that, he goes... Like, maybe I'd do some kind of payoff. Hmm. Where... I don't know, maybe some kind of sexual favor <laughs> in order to get the shanking done, and then I can still get out in 14 months. Because I, I find an Asian dude doing life. At this point, all we've realized is that in prison, you're, you're, just, you're just the bitch in this situation, right? I, yeah. I'm a horny you're, man, you're, Buck. Exactly. I'm a horny man. Yeah. <laughs> you're just going to take it right then. Right. Unwanted interest. Says Oberfest, if you bum a smoke and the guy with the cigarette says, sure, it's a twofer, you should know twofer means I give you one for two, so now you owe me. It's like a Shylock? A Shylock? What the hell's that? Uh, a Shylock is like a, um, I believe it, it's, it's a character in a Shakespeare play who's like the, the Jewish moneylender. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so you go up to him and like, well, you know, it, it's, it's like a... I never heard that term till Get Shorty for some reason. Really? And that was such a horrible movie, too. Yeah. Well, I know, it was horrible. Elmore but, like, James. I never. Yeah, I know. Or, no, it was Elmore Leonard or something like that, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Was, which, Elmore was, James is the blues singer. Yeah, right. It's a good book, but that movie was horrible. But, yeah, they kept mentioning Shylocks and stuff. I'm like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's a guy who's basically charging you interest on the, on the money, you know? But, yeah, inherently, it's what, Jewish? I, I think it was a, a Jewish stereotype right, because exactly. the Jews were the only people who could lend money back yeah. in the day because Christians and Muslims couldn't. And yeah. that's that's why the Jews have been hated for centuries. 
All right, John. And the last one, alone time. Oberfest advises high-profile clients such as politicians to request solitary confinement or even feign mental illness to get into a psych ward. If you're segregated, you're going to have a much easier time. Now, this is a good one, especially for someone like me who doesn't like people in general. Yeah. I don't like talking to people, dealing with people, you know, or anything. So it's like, yeah, dude, it's just like... Maybe just hanging out alone for like 10 years. It doesn't sound so bad, that's actually. Not bad. That's not a bad stretch, yeah. Imagine yeah. the amount of iCarly promos that this show would have after 10 years <laughs> with John just sitting around being bored. Yeah, two. Next on iCarly. <laughs> iCarly's like 70 by the time John gets out. Yeah, then it's not as fun anymore or whatever. Yeah, it's like, well, it started to get less funny after uh, after the 17th one. iCarly goes in for a pap smear, you know? Ugh. Christ. She'll be older. She'll be older. She'll need a pap smear. Wow. He's going that deep, yes. I'm, I'm going there. So that's prison talk. Uh, you guys you guys looking to go on the joint anytime soon? You guys feel maybe a little more comfortable? I, I think the thing is you don't want to get too comfortable no. with being like, well, I think I'll know how to behave in prison because then maybe you'll commit a crime. No, the only, you're not worried about the punishment. The only tip I know is like, you know, get convicted of a nonviolent crime in the LA County, you know, system where you're going to get like 45 to 90 days because you're only going to serve 10% of your time. Right. So it's like, you know, you get a 90 day jail sentence, you'll be out in 9 days and that doesn't seem so bad. That's almost a vacation. Yeah, especially if you enjoyed like, the crime. Thoroughly. Yeah, that's yeah. just that's just a really bad vacation basically at that point, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, 9 days like, oh, I had to sleep on the floor. It sucked. All these dudes were hassling me. It's like <laughs> it sounds like, you know, week stay in Montana almost. <laughs> I had to figure so out what race gang I joined in. Oh, yeah. Just wanted to say, Todd, one more thing. You're a, one thing I'm looking at, a little prison slang. You are a punk. Okay. <laughs> punk, which is, or punks, which is inmates subject to rape, usually white, younger, and more submissive than most inmates. Sounds a lot like Todd, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to be that the first t- ever white punk top. Also? I want to find me a power bottom wow. in prison. <laughs> also, uh, prison wolf. This would apply to you. Prison slang for someone sexually oriented to females on the outside, but se- become sexually oriented to males on the inside. It's kind of like that guy in American Me, where the mm. guy gets out of prison, and then he, he gets back with his woman. And then he takes her from behind. No. He, he realized he preferred that. That was a very uh, choice scene for this, yes. That's a terrible moment. Because, <laughs> you know, imagine what that's communicating to the woman, just on a relationship basis. I don't know. <laughs> All right, thank you, everybody, for listening to Far Out Podcast. We'll be back next Wednesday. Get your comments up the board. Comment on iTunes. Kiss your grandmother for me. Stay out of jail. Games in the Admiral refrigerator. The door is closed. The lights out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling, and the Jello is jiggling. Such was lullaby Ich sag gute Nacht And I said good night Schon leuchtet ein Stern mm, Yes, I see the light Die Sonne geht schlafen Der Tag ist vorbei 
when Uncle Satch will sing his lullaby. Baba do 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 do